Okay, before we get started, we're doing a live show. Yep. And you should all come to it. Should. It's on the 13th of June. We're going to be showing uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit to celebrate our first birthday of doing this nonsense. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, then we're going to be doing a live podcast uh, afterwards and you can all get involved and share your theories and queries. Yep. So that's on the 13th of June. It's just three quid. Just three quid. It's at the Pavilion in Reading. So if you're in the area, you know, definitely come it's, down to it's that. It's there. And uh, yeah, you can get tickets online at kaiju.fm slash live. Or if you're in the Reading area, you can come to the Nags Head and uh, buy them over the bar. And also a pint. Also a pint. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I think it's good. You might see one of us and we'll be like, all right. How you doing? Like that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 13th of June, £3, Pavilion Reading. Come and see Who Framed Roger Rabbit and have a chat with us. It'll yeah. be a fun time. All right, see you there. Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And I am deeply uncomfortable about something in your house, Cal. Um, it's going to require... Is it, it's is gonna it require, Sausage House? It's not Sausage House, uh, which is also going to... We, we'll put that up on the Twitter. We'll show them what Sausage House is. Yeah, more about the creepy girls in the back of the door. It's not the creepy girls in the back of the door. There's a lot in your house. It's <laughs> Well, yeah. we, we should slam some of this up on the Twitter so yeah, people really know what should. we're talking about. Um, but uh, in Cal's bathroom, yeah. there is a small shelf which has always, to my recollection, singularly <laughs> held a pair of needle nose pliers. Now, why they are there, I don't know. It's hard to say, really. It's hard to say. Yeah. But they're always there. Yeah. Pride of place on this tiny shelf. Now, today, the shelf has been contaminated, Cal. There is a small pair of nail scissors and some hair. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's Nathan's hair. Because it's not mine, I don't remember. But why, but why, do you, why would he be over at the shelf? I mean, it's, it's below the mirror. Yeah, I suppose so. But it's definitely concentrated on the left-hand side of the shelf. It is, it is. I mean, I don't know. I, I imagine Nathan's probably cut his hair at some point. Or maybe he's been trimming uh, his underarm hair. Or chest hair. <laughs> All possible. Chest hair, actually. Yeah, that... Logistically, like, if I was... If I was, like... If it's a crime scene. Yeah. Which I guess it sort of is. I mean, we could treat it as one. Then, yeah, chest hair might <laughs> actually work. But I can't imagine him there with nail scissors just going across. <laughs> just going across, no. Basically, what we're saying, Nathan, is sort it out. You know full well that that shelf is it's for needle those needle-nose pliers and nothing else. Yeah. Although, at one point, what else? There, there was something on there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but we sorted that out. But Quick I can't sharp, what but I don't want to sort that out. No, I don't want to sort that out. That's why it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just needed to get that off my chest. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you do this? No. <laughs> uh, just because otherwise I, it was going to hang over me for the rest of the show and I wasn't, I wasn't going to be able to... You just need to I say needed it. to say it. Okay, no, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. It's, it's put me right off kilter. Well, to get you back on kilter, should we watch some cartoons? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, what did we watch last week? What was the last one last uh, week? A Gruesome Twosome. It was the Tweety was... Captain and Snooks oh, yeah, and it was Hector. That, yeah, that cat with like a weird bulbous... like Yeah, like tomato nose. Aubergine for a nose. Yeah. yeah. It was really weird. I don't know about that. No. Was he the cap was he the captain or Snooks? He was he was captain. He Snooks was... was the slightly dimmer one of okay. the two. Where does that put us then? 
Uh, it's a tale of two mice. It's uh, Babbitt and Castello, mice versions. Yeah, now Babbitt and Castello have cropped up before, and they were definitely cats, as the name Castello yep. would suggest. Yeah. But now they're mice versions, so I think that's going to be difficult to reconcile in and of itself, so I think we should just launch in. I think we should. Because otherwise we're, we're going to make more problems for ourselves before we even start. Yeah, and we do that enough. We do. And we'll do it again. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so we are watching Tale of Two Mice. It's a Babbitt and Catstello open brackets mice version, close brackets, number from June 30th, 1945. Let's go see what this is about. Mice versions then. Not gonna lie, I didn't really like that. You didn't like it? That was hard. What? What? what it was, was the, it? Was Castello constantly screaming Babbitt, Babbitt? Like that really? Oh, but it's Abbott and Costello. It's yeah, like it's, I know, not, it's gonna happen. It annoyed me. <laughs> I, was, I was annoyed <laughs> by it. Fair enough. Uh, it was. I don't know. I, like other than the the skirting board. Least oh, yeah. thing so being confirmed. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, but are you not in any way interested as to how Babbitt and Castello became <laughs> mice? I don't. Uh, no, I don't think that's the. I don't. Think it's the the cat versions that we saw. I think this is just some mice who are also Babbitt and Castello. So I don't. I don't, I don't think. What do that... you think happened to Abbott and Costello when they came through the portal? Then, um, <sighs> do you think these exist in parallel with the cats? I think so. Like, it didn't. There was nothing there which told me that they had been turned into mice. I don't know because because they seem uh, quite Catstello at least uh, was very adept at uh, impersonating other animals. He became a cat pretty much at one point. He became a donkey pretty much at one point. That is true. I don't think he knows that they've change particularly i think they've gone through some iterations right okay so so i you don't think that they realized they were cats and now you don't think they're quite realizing that they're mice well i think babbitt does well rats i think babbitt like understands their predicament yeah and catstello doesn't really no he's just still catstello yeah okay now i can see that right because so basically i mean it was it was a standard Cat and mouse type episode. Yeah. You know, it, like, they're trying to get some cheese. Cat's chasing them around. But Babbitt's basically staying at home and sending Cat Stello out to... Uh, do all the to work. To do all the work. Yeah. Uh, to the point where when he gets captured by uh, the cat, uh, he immediately just advertises for new a new roommate. flatmate. Yeah. Wanted, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which confirmed our skirting board lease thing. It, it said shared shared expenses. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, the thing is, like, like, they had a front door, like... Yeah. You know, it was a, a proper house. But, like, yeah, I, I genuinely think that Babbitt understands that they're going through some weird iterations. Either that each time they cross through the portal, they turn up as a, in there as a different animal. Yeah. Whereas I think Castello kind of just sees Babbitt, his friend Babbitt, in whatever guise. Yes, yeah. He just, yeah, he's just like, yeah, that's my mate. That's my mate Babbitt. And doesn't really notice that it's different. So do you reckon we're going to see more episodes with them as different yeah, because I think they've been—I think they've been donkeys before as well. Yeah, probably because he, Cause did, he like, did do donkey well. Because when, when he, yeah, when he impersonates the other animals, like it's 
he just basically morphs. He does, yeah. Yeah. But I think it was, uh, I mean, I don't really know the difference between a donkey and a jackass, but he was definitely a jackass, not a donkey. Because I, I think that's why do you he think was... Is there a difference? Yes. We need our is that ba- marine Is that biologist. based on anything? Um, it's <laughs> why ba- would, it's, mar- why it's, would our marine biologist help? Because uh, he's know, the closest we've got to Yeah, he's the closest we've got to somebody who knows about animals. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain they are different. I'm fairly certain that donkeys can breed, but jackasses can't. Right, like they, they, they jackasses are, are like end, end of the line. Yeah, they, they, they are unviable. Um, that, like they, they, they can't even breed amongst themselves. Whereas donkeys, I believe, you can breed donkey with donkey. All right, I don't know anything about this, so I'm not going to contest or agree with that. Good. I'm, not- I'm keeping my options open. <laughs> I'm fairly. If everyone just- writes in and says you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, then, I mean, like, like yeah. I'm, I'm off scot free. Yeah, I, like I say, it's just it's something I remember being told at some point whether or not it is bear with me true. for a second well that's that's him on the floor then there's a small solar powered dancing mr bean on cal's windowsill and when it's sunny <laughs> you make my is. house seem so <laughs> weird <laughs> your house is pretty weird the, okay he dances around he makes an annoying clicking sound and i had to sort it out because it was driving me absolutely mental <laughs> i hadn't even heard it i'm back in the room now yeah well done <laughs> i mean you didn't leave the room to do that no i just went over to the window yeah uh not much to go on then is that what you're saying you're, um, not, you're not that interested in that one i don't know i think the i think i was um deafened by the Bye-bye. yeah like that i think i was just watching it going oh this is and the, and the 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 version we watched, uh, the sound quality wasn't amazing either. No, so I think the 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 white noise was causing me some issues. Uh, there was that other tale of two mice on the on the internet. There, it's that, a little scientific report. Neil deGrasse Tyson was there in yeah. one of the photographs. Do you want yeah. do you want to watch that? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same sort of length as the, what we've. Let's just come watched. back to it at the end if we feel like we're under time. Okay, yeah, no problem. Okay. Because I think that might be quite fun. Let's go let's watch the alternate tale team. We'll release it as a supplementary treat <laughs> yeah. where we just watch the wrong thing and <laughs> try and try and weave it right in. Because that could be Babbitt and Castello once they're back in our universe. It's yeah. like, oh, crap. What? Yeah, we, we didn't turn back into yeah. Abbott and Costello. <laughs> uh, let's move on then. Uh, let's go and see our good pink boy. We haven't really seen much of Porky we haven't, in a while. But what is interesting is this is another... This is another Porky the Fourth remake yeah, of Porky so the, the Third. The agency are still doing no. a cover up. It's another Engine Trouble one. They seem to be keen on remaking. Yeah, so it's a colour remake of Engine Trouble from 1938, and, but they've and called by it Indians, Wagon I mean Native Americans, yes. but they call them Indians, and well, it's in the title. Well, they call them Injun. Injuns. Yeah. Like, and it's, uh, it's, it's actually been renamed Wagon Heels. Uh, yeah, so we're watching uh, Wagon Heels. It's a Porky Pig number from July 28th, 1945. And I think, because the last time they remade a Native American episode, we thought it was the one with the big yeah. guy who just and smashed think the that mountains. This is it. And now I think that this is it, because the last one definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Should we watch it and find out? Let's have a look. Go on, then. What you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> just, 
press record, neither of us can say a word. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the worst it's been for one we've seen before. Wow. Because it's like, I just don't know anymore. No, I mean, there's no. a there's a there was a lot. I, okay, so I don't think there was a lot to help out the Tooniverse at large, but there were a lot of little things that yeah confused about. I, so it was the one we thought it was for a start. Yes, it was it giant was a, yeah. like Indian Joe, Indian uh, Joe. Like he's su- he's got superpowers. Yeah, he can break a mountain in two. Yeah, he cleft the mountain in twain. Yeah, his he can he can, he can walk across or walk through unpassable rivers. Yeah, which. Also have plugs. Yeah, the, the horse just drains drains the river. Yeah, I mean, and no more water just, seems to try and come. Like that's not uh, an uncommon thing in cartoons, though. That you can just drain large no. bodies of water by pulling the plug. Large bodies of water. Yes, this was a river. So there was flow. No yeah. more water came, which suggests to me it is a contained body of water with one of those wave machines you get in a swimming pool. Possibly it is. I mean, the thing is, is like we do have to remember that this was a show because this is a remake, so it's possible that that's true. They've that acknowledged, this is just acknowledged a set. that this is false. Yeah, th- this could just be a set. So for ease of it, they just went. Well, we'll just say the horse pulled the plug. Maybe uh, other things that were different uh, from the first time we watched it. Uh, was well, actually, it's not different because it was black and white the first time we watched it. Yeah, so it could have been the same, but we didn't notice. But uh, it was that the green guy was green. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 sort of happy go lucky. I don't care who sees me use my tune powers. Yeah, I know guy. something you don't know. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's he's sort of bluish green with a green beard. Yeah, which to me makes him some sort of like pixie his, or leprechaun. And his beard is prehensile. Yeah, he can use it like a hand. Yeah, he can move it about. Do all sorts of. So it. he's some sort of fey creature, which you know could become troubling and creating. We've got another sort of plane of the Tooniverse. Yeah, now. It, it it is weird. I mean, the thing is, is we we saw, um, Goebbels. He turned green. Are so, you suggesting that Goebbels is a fey creature? No, I'm suggesting that maybe this guy is from our side and has just spent a bit too long over there. Do you think it's something to do like they come over and they? realize that they can wield a certain amount of like power mm. and they just get sort of just hung up on it and obsessed with it yeah possibly so like i mean it opens the questions and like doesn't give us much time to answer them because uh it's that was july 28th 1945 uh, so there's only two well we're only going to be watching one more episode before the war's over yeah so i don't think we're going to find out what goebbels powers were but, no, no, I don't think. But we are. I don't think that has to stop us speculating wildly. No, I mean, uh, I think if anything's going to stop us speculating wildly, it'll be some sort of lawsuit. Um, <laughs> 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 you know. Well, uh, until then, I think we're we're free to <laughs> speculate away. I mean, do you think it could have turned the tide of war if Goebbels had grown a beard? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> like, like, he got can... more stuff done. He because like, prehensile beard that increases his productivity by fifty percent. Do you think it would have been prehensile on our side, though? No, but he was over Toon side. He was. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, like we don't know if he's still here though at this point, or whether or not he's ducked back. No, but like, and we're... can he grow a beard on their side, or does he just have whatever he had? If he came back, grew a beard, then went back yeah. over. Because that's the thing, like I, I don't know how much kind of 
hair changes or whether or not it grows or not or whether or not you're kind of just born you with just what you are got. a person with a beard. Because I kind of imagine your 70 Sam was born with what he's got. Well, given the fact that, and we only noticed this last week, we posted a hideous uh, yeah, picture, picture of your 70 Sam up on the uh, Twitter. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, we um, I've never really noticed before that your 70 Sam doesn't, it's not a moustache. No, it's his he's whole just, face. His whole face is furry and orange. Yeah. Like he's like, he looks like the Lorax. He does. So, but I mean, possibly he's... I mean, from that freaky photo, he's not a human. No, that freaky photo suggests he's got weird tentacles yeah, on his face. Yeah, some but, sort of, like, Lovecraftian monster. Yeah, but... Yeah, so, like, he's just an, a creature with a beard. Yeah. Or a creature with that much Hairy hair. face, yeah. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there's not... Because I've, I've growth. never seen Porky need to shave. I've never seen Daffy. I've, I don't know. We have seen Daffy with a beard, but it's always kind of been stuck on. Yeah, they've always been stuck on. Bugs has had a beard, but it's, it's been stuck on. Like, yeah. And like, I, yeah, possibly, we've never seen anyone shave. No, like possibly so, hair doesn't grow. There you go. I'm putting that forward then, that like Goebbels, if he'd done his research, yeah. would have gone back to our universe, grown a beard, gone back to the Tooniverse, and been yeah. able to increase his productivity 50% by having an extra it's limb. A good thing we weren't making this podcast in the past then, isn't it? Because he would know. Yeah, that's good. It's a good thing this wasn't going out on <laughs> on, on radio. On time radio. <laughs> uh, but the worry, of course, is that, you know, time travel is definitely a possibility. Yeah. Um, so let's hope he doesn't show back up yeah, that bearded be and ready to, to wage war. There, oh, there was something else that was interesting. Was uh, that? Porky the Fourth oh, is, yes. is a lot shorter and more slender well, than that's Porky not nece- the Third. Not necessarily shorter, but like, and not necessarily more slender. But like, like the the fact of the matter is, the one thing we know is that Porky the Fourth is wearing trousers. They just look like a pig's legs. Yeah. So, because okay, at one point, Injun Joe swings at him with an axe, and he leaps from the pig leg trousers to avoid. It. So it looks like he's been cut in half, and then he just drops back in. We should have paused it. Have a look at his. We're gonna have to go back. I Let's want, do that. Yeah, I want, I want to pause it. And have a <laughs> I, I can tell. You should have paused it. And then your eyes changed. And it was like, we're doing it. Well, we? we can do this. Okay, let's go and do that. Okay. Okay, so on closer inspection, yeah. his physique is near identical, but he is wearing uh, spotted, spotted boxes, yeah. which leads me to believe that Porky the Fourth is a never nude. Yeah. And as Porky the Third who, you know, he's pretty much got to be a facsimile of. Yeah. Um, didn't didn't wear, ever wear yeah. trousers. Yeah. He was the most naked you could be because he'd wear a little jacket and a bow tie yeah. and nothing else. Exactly. And Porky the Fourth being a never nude. Oh, yeah, because he's the malformed puffy doe yeah. trotters. <laughs> uh, Porky the Fourth being a never nude um, with non-malformed puffy doe trotters. He's yeah. got just trotters. He's he, has, he has just got normal trotters, yeah. He has to wear trousers over his spotty boxers to, to make it look to look like, like a, yeah. a, a pig's legs, so it's kind of like those aprons you can get, which are like naked man aprons. Yeah, but it's it's naked pig trousers. trousers. Like, are yeah. they a thing? Can we get them? I'd rather not. Hmm. I mean, okay. you can do what you want. I, I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> naked some, pig trousers via some sort of VPN, maybe. Simple <laughs> <laughs> soul. Yeah, so there's that. There's, we've discovered that about Porky the Fourth. Yeah. He's, an, he's a never nude. There you and go. And he has to wear pig trousers. 
I, w- I wouldn't have thought it. I mean, the thing is, is this was this was very clearly Porky the Fourth as well because he, he just stutters. It's the, the full on stammer. And like I noticed at the end of the previous episode, the Tell Two Mice, the in the that's all folks. Like that's that's gotten real hammed up. Like it's yes. such a stutter now. Yeah, and that was always how we could sort of tell Porky the Third and Porky the Fourth apart. Yeah, because was, Porky the Third just didn't stutter that much at all. He still stuttered, yeah, he but it was stutter, never. But- Never as intense. But it's like Porky the Fourth. I don't know if he has a massive stutter or if he's just... Trying to emulate Porky the Third and getting it wrong. He's just overdoing it. Yeah. Like It's like someone doing an impression. It's like you kind of have to ham it up past all possible... Yeah, you, like you have to find the one characteristic, characteristic of theirs yeah. and then go, right, I'm just going... It's like drawing a caricature of somebody. Yeah, it's like everyone's Christopher Walken impression. Like, yeah. you know, it's like... I, I can definitely tell that's Christopher Walken and he very occasionally sounds like that, but he doesn't really sound yeah, like that's that most not, of the time. Yeah, that's not him all the time. Uh, I've lost my list, so uh, uh, well, we're moving on to. Uh, we're, we're going to watch a hair conditioned. Hair uh, conditioned. For, yeah, it's, it's a Bugs Bunny number from August 11th, 1945. Once again, hair. I mean, I know it's more ripe for punnage, but. Yeah. I just think it's irresponsible of the agency to uh, inaccurately label all archives for the sake of making puns. Or maybe, maybe it's that they're inaccurately marking them so that they're harder to find. I mean,. It's all on Wikipedia, mate. Yeah, but that's now. <laughs> Wasn't there? Yeah, I guess so. Because but... because that this would have been called hair conditioned. When so it was you, so they don't want a rival agency going. You know, bring me all all rabbit files. Yeah, I want to see. Agency. I want to see the bunny files. Anyway. Bring me the bunny files. <laughs> and then they bring you like a really slender document. Yeah, and it's like, like, oh, that, I'm sure there was more than that. There must be more. Yeah, oh, so, he's uh, an elusive wabbit. Yeah, like, and and him. file them all under H. <laughs> hey skills okay <laughs> that's, that's what's happened yeah so uh we're watching a bugs number called hair conditioned from august 11th 1945 that was some real early bugs that was very early bugs so bugs had a job yeah bugs had a job in a department store he yeah. basically was part of uh the it was in the like camping goods display and he basically would just hop around in there making it look wholesome and nice summery and nice um but the owner of the department store uh after work one day shows him to the taxidermy department and gets him to pose on a thing uh to see what he'd look like stuffed that's what he says we're moving you to a different department yeah like it's still his job yeah it's like oh well you know like oh we're closing this one this this one's uh, done for the season move you on but what's interesting is when bugs gets sort of wind of what's going on like he he takes the shopkeeper for a you know for a ride of course like as he does but he's not using any toon powers no like everything that bugs has a sort of penchant for is still there he loves disguises Yep. Especially dressing as a woman, yeah. Like, and you know, he's a bit he's, of misdirection. He's, he's wily. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he can get out of a pickle, but he wasn't using any tomb powers. Now, no. I'm wondering whether this is the reason Bugs like rejected society. I wouldn't be surprised because I mean, he seemed uh, initially quite happy with his job. Like, he was like, okay, another day, another carrot, and you know, he was just the same way as anybody is with their job. Not. Overly enamoured in it, but yeah. just he's doing it. And, he's, and he was quite happy in what he was doing. But then, you know, once your boss goes, okay, we're closing your department. Now we're going to kill you and put once you over your here. Boss, <laughs> like in his fancy suit without putting an apron on or anything, starts sharpening the knife. Yeah, yeah. 
you've got to start asking questions about your, your employment your yeah. employment rights yeah it, it like it definitely seemed to me very, like very early bugs and the interesting thing is is at what point in his time like well we know what point in his timeline but at what point in the Tooniverse's timeline do we think this is like do we think this is pre-demarcation or i think it's pre-demarcation yeah because like we started seeing bugs reasonably early post demarcation yeah. and he already was rocking tune powers yeah so i wouldn't be surprised i mean we don't really see like what happens after after he gets out of it basically no um but i wouldn't be surprised if this is uh a a catalyst for the human demarcation because we know that sometime between 1927 and 1937 uh humans and animals went from living side by side perfectly yeah. happily to humans being you know quite separate Oust, and not yeah. allowed in the cities um and this this i don't know if it's a one off event or if there's a lot of this kind of stuff going on yeah possibly but uh i i wouldn't be surprised if this was a catalytic event to that early demarcation which we haven't seen much uh we no we haven't sign seen of our evidence we no. know we know it sort of started to phase out yeah um I remember like a, a giant human uh, being involved in the one where Porky was like a baseball announcer. Yes. And like, it's like, okay, they've, well, I mean, I guess they started letting them back in and we started seeing humans in more menial jobs, but the dogs seem to still mostly be in charge for a while. And it sort of eked back in and the demarcation line became blurred and then eventually disappeared. But this, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened like just before. Hmm. I'm just thinking like, do you think bugs has a lot to do with the demarcation being put in place and also largely to do with the demarcation disappearing? Because a lot of things are bug-centric. And if he's if if his past self has had such a like a bad time with humans, you know, one's trying to kill him. Yeah. Now, but his future self knows he has to he's gonna have to get along with him and he has to make sure that everyone else because gets along he with needs humans. Michael Jordan. Yeah, and he, to he, play he, basketball like, against like, aliens. Yeah, he can't have all the tunes hating on humans. So the best way to get them accepting of humans from our world is to get them to start accepting the humans from their world again. Yeah, so, yeah I think it's important. I also think that Bugs at this stage pr- possibly doesn't necessarily see it as an anti-human thing. It's just like I think I think Bugs possibly at this point just thinks just society leaves thing. society. Yeah, he just goes, no, forget it. I'm going out to the. Yeah. I'm going out to the woods. I'm, I'm done with this going to go out to the woods i'm going to have like a rocky-esque montage <laughs> of me developing tune powers yeah going to be you know going to be punching like meat and i'm going to be like running up and down stairs and i'm going to be dragging a log through the woods yeah running up mountains yeah and then at the same time they'll be you know cutting to some human in a globo gym of some kind yeah and you'll know at that point that that bugs is going to win Obviously, because he he's his training experience is pure. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. If I'd call him pure. <laughs> um, yeah, but no. That it, it it. I think that is quite interesting. Like you know, knowing that Bugs is the time travel that he is, and knowing the end goal, um, you know, really puts a big spin on a lot of these, a lot of the episodes, and also the the arc of the Tooniverse. Like but how much of it has been ministered by Bugs. How much of this has been? Yeah, and as and the more we see him, like, because he cropped up at the start there. Yeah, and now I don't think 
that was intended by any anyone. Like no. I don't think I, I think he I think possibly the bugs we saw sitting on the shield at the start, that was that was future time travelling bugs just having a laugh with it. Yeah, because he pulls down another identical screen yeah. without the Warner Brothers shield and, and him then sat he, on it. And then he pulls it back up and it's just him sat on his name. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. Like so I, I think he's having it like I think once and that might even be like post Space Jam bugs. Yeah. Where he's like, just, everything's fine. Now yeah. I'm going back and just having fun yeah, with it. I'm just gonna have a laugh with everything. Yeah, yeah. Because we we definitely see that shift in Bugs' personality. That's why that's why you can sort of tell whether it's early Bugs or late Bugs. Yeah. Uh, in his timeline, regardless of when it is in the in the universe, is that like you could just tell by by Bugs' demeanor and Bugs' powers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that was that was, that, that was interesting. That was a very interesting one. I really liked it, and and it is interesting now. Like you know, continuing to watch well any episode, knowing that Bugs could just be in the background working. Big, big plans. Yeah. Or even just small plans. Small, funny plans. Small, good plans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, small, good plans. Well, I th- next character we're coming with... What's this one? Uh, oh, Bashful Buzzard. Bashful Buzzard. Beaky. Beaky Buzzard. I do like Beaky. Beaky Buzzard is good fun. He is hilarious. I'm looking forward to it, but first, I think we should take a visit to the Porky Piggy Bank. Yeah, that's not a good. That's, 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 that's not, not a good, good idea. idea. No, that's a well, great idea. Fuck you. No, that's a great idea. It's it's not good. It's great. Well done, you. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, thank you all so much for listening to the show and supporting the show. Yeah, uh, it's good that we don't have to do this alone. It is good. One thing Cal does have to do alone is wear those big hands. Yeah, day I mean, nine is it? Day nine? Yeah, it is day nine. Day I think I think realistically, they, they are big enough for somebody else to help me wear these big hands. But <laughs> I it's just going to become awkward. Could, could, could get, get I reckon somebody else those. could get in, but I just think it would be awkward if they tried. Uh, yeah. Uh, do check out uh, the Twitter. Follow the hashtag thirty three days of big hands. Uh, wear some adventures. big hands of your own in, in a show of solidarity <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, there are some things you could do to help us out if you're, if you're enjoying the show please do consider uh, going over to kaiju.fm and clicking support us and having a look at the Patreon page there uh, for as little as a, a dollar a month which is less than 25 yeah, exactly. cents an episode and that's only if you listen to us and that's if you only listen to us uh, like uh, you know that's pretty good value I so if you're so. enjoying the show uh, please do consider going over there to support us otherwise uh there's other things you can do to help us out if you listen on uh itunes or really and, any as sis- we know some of you do and we know some of you do we've been looking at the stats we've looked, <laughs> we've looked. fourth most popular platform <laughs> uh please uh do leave us a review and a rating uh yeah. because it really helps our visibility. Currently, few enough people have reviewed. Well, that, that's it. Like, uh, like, for us to have a rating, yeah, we, so. we we just need a, like a few more, just so it goes into a rateable thing. Yeah. So I implore you, if you listen on iTunes, please just just take two minutes out of your time and, yeah. and give us a review, uh, because that would really help out our visibility. Um, also, on any other system, really, that any any system that lets you yeah. review or rate stuff, please yeah. please do that because uh, it it really helps us out in reaching more people which is good otherwise get involved on the twitter get involved on the facebook group you can find us uh, at tsj community on twitter and you just search the space jam continuum on facebook and you'll get, find us get involved in the conversation um and beyond that just tell people yeah go out you know just 
tell anybody you see. Tell people you don't see. Walk around the street talking just to yourself. Just screaming from behind stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> shout from inside a bush. <laughs> uh and the other thing you can do, obviously, to support us is come to our live show on oh, the 13th of June. Yeah. Then you uh, get to meet us. You, you get to... Co- I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. You say it every time, like, it's a... I think it's a positive. <laughs> you're, you're, you're very... They like, to, they like to hear our voices. I think they'd like to see our faces. Well, they could shake my big hands. They, they can shake your big hands. The big hands will be making an appearance. It'll they be after be. the 33 days. But uh, I'll probably have my back. If I haven't done it, i to the second hand shop by then. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, as for 13th of June, uh, tickets are only £3. It's in Reading at the Pavilion, and we're going to be showing Who Framed Roger Rabbit and doing a live show so you can actually get involved and be on the show. Uh, that's a good, cheap way to go to the cinema and it's, have a nice time. Yeah, you, you can't go to the cinema that cheap these days, especially not to see such an awesome film. Yeah, like and you know Roger the film's Rabbit. good already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know what you're getting yourself in for. So, yeah, absolutely. Please do come down to that. You can get tickets for that at kaiju.fm slash live. Or if you're in the Reading area, you can come to the Nags Head and uh, buy them straight from us. Yeah. Uh, one of us yeah. is normally there. One of us is normally there. Sometimes both of us at the same time. And what fresh hell that is. Because <laughs> it's like this, but all the time in a pub. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, please uh, help us out any way you can, any way you can afford to. Uh Hope you keep enjoying the show, and yeah. uh, let's watch some cartoons. I think it's a good idea. Beaky Buzzard is back. Oh, I do like Beaky and his like weird character. Yeah, he's just like... I, I just... I like that every because every buzzard we've seen has kind of been like that. Yeah, quite I a lot we, of we thought it was because there was that one that um, was it a buzzard that Sniffles adopted? Um, what was that? I don't know if it was a buzzard. I don't know if it was some, some sort, sort of, of hawk. hawk. Yeah, but yeah, it it seemed to Similar have the demeanor. same sort of yeah uh, character but, going. Yeah, on. let's see what Beaky's up to. We haven't seen him in a while, uh, so we're watching the Bashful Buzzard. It's a Beaky number from September fifteenth, nineteen forty-five. War's over. It is, but th- this here says it's a follow-up to 1942, uh, Bugs Bunny Gets the Boyd. So yeah, but that was where we saw Beaky last time. Yeah, but it's a follow-up, so it's, so it's not like, oh, here's just what Beaky's... Uh, this is like, you know... He's up, to, he's up to whatever was going on at the end of that last one. Yeah. Well, let's have a watch. Okay. So we started that one thinking it was exactly the same. Because it started exactly the same. It did. Glad we didn't miss that one out. We yeah. were thinking, because uh, Bugs isn't in this one, we were no. thinking maybe it was like Bugs had, ooh, ooh, uh, Bugs had looped around and uh, not been, not that been there that time. Yeah. Uh, so we're seeing an, like an alternate version based on that. That is not the case. This, no. It, this is, you know, the next day or just another day. And the, 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 the Buzzard kids are being sent out to... To Get hunt meat. again. Yeah. Uh, similar to the previous one. His brothers and sisters are nailing it. Yeah. And, he's not. And, Beaky's and, not and doing Beaky it. And Beaky, or Killer, as his mother calls him, has sent out to get even a butterfly, even just a worm. Yeah. But he's not very good at the old hunting bit. So they head out to the farm. His brothers and sisters are nailing it. They bring, like, sheep and yeah. cows back. Um, he tries to get a rooster, smashes into something. Well, he smashes into the metal oh, yeah, weather the, vane rooster the weather on vane. the top. Uh, his mother, you know, 
isn't happy with him, sends him out to go and get yeah. some more stuff. He embarrasses a lady sheep by just taking her wool and yeah. she's just left there in a nighty. Yeah, she didn't um, seem happy. Which So he gave the wool back. Obviously. Uh, nice and then he was sort of just like left out. It's like, you're not coming back with empty hands. That's not what's happening. Yeah. And he got a baby bumblebee. He got a baby, baby bumblebee. Which, which was a wasp. Definitely a wasp because the baby bumblebee's uh, like parent uh, came and was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And he points up at Vicky Buzzard and then the bee yeah. stings uh, Beaky, freeing the child and they fly off. Now, if it were a bee... It would have that ripped its own ass out and That bee would died. be dead. Yeah. So uh, that was a wasp. So Definitely yet, a wasp. An- yet another... No yeah. one knows what anyone is, <laughs> which is kind of nice because it like it must keep like racism sort of down. Is that no one really knows what anyone is? Yeah, like yeah, no, definitely no one keeps no the one racism cares. down. No one really cares. We have another problem at all with the racism <laughs> in this at all. Yeah, but it's been like after the early because the racism was all towards different types of humans. It was, it was definitely. It was like, all it, it wasn't between it wasn't between the different animal tunes. Yeah, uh, except I mean, like I mean, at the start we had the kind of second class citizens with like. Dogs being in charge, monkeys. Dogs were definitely being in charge, there. but I don't know. We well, didn't that seems see, to like, have petered out. Yeah, that, yeah, that seems to be mostly petered out. Uh, and hoping we're going to see the end of it for at least a fair while. Yeah. Now the war's over. Although Vietnam will start, it'll be back. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll leave it for now. Uh, so Beaky's like left out in the wild. He starts like taunting what we thought was a turtle. We thought it was Cecil. Yes. Uh, oh. But uh, he starts bashing this like you little fella tortoise's Poof. head and then it pans out and it's a dragon's head now yeah. but you, it's you heard that right? it's, head. A, it's a it's a dragon yeah it's a whole dragon and a big one at that yeah like, like with I a thought, tiny I, tiny head i thought it was some sort of like large dinosaur to start and then i saw its wings and i was like hold on I'm fairly certain dinosaurs of that size never had wings so that's a that's a bit dragons are in yeah dra- they're, they're and, there yeah, yeah and they've got tiny heads I mean, I think we had we had dinosaurs before. We didn't have dragons before, did we? No. Mate, no. Well, not outside of, like, dinosaur time. No. Like, we, we, we haven't seen any proper dragons. Yeah. But then, you know, Beaky sort of realises it's a dragon, and uh, we, we leave him sort of fighting a dragon, basically. In a cloud, yeah. In a cloud. Uh, like, classic cartoon fight. Um, and at the end, uh, his mum is there going, oh, where's my little killer? I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. And he comes home and he just sort of lands there and she goes, oh, you never bring back any meat. And then it pans down and in his claws is the tail of the dragon who's hanging from the cliff and the dragon, much like the guy from the, the, the draft board, went, yeah. oh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. And so Vicky's just carried a dragon back. So, so he's, he's done strong enough well. to beat up a dragon and so much so he didn't kill the dragon. Yeah. The dragon just gave up yeah. and was like, fine, I'm going to get eaten. But Beaky has gone from like sort of very furtive and well as the title of the cartoon says bashful yeah to really quite formidable yeah fighting a dragon yeah and it was big so i'm glad we didn't skip that one <clears throat> yeah me too what was interesting was um his brothers and sisters bringing back a whole array of different things where the size and shape of them didn't really seem to affect gravity as long as they were being pulled along by the buzzard they would just go along as normal. So at first you see, like, a cow being dragged along by its head, but the farmer's there milking the cow, and then the farmer walks off into midair and then falls to the ground with his pail of milk. And it's like, but 
you weren't hanging on to the cow by its udders. Like he was just going along. Gravity hadn't changed for him because he hadn't yeah. noticed. Yeah, like yeah, there's a lot to support our gravitational triangle. Yeah, including a chain of elephants, legally uh, distinct final elephant carrying yeah. a big sign that says "I am not Dumbo," <laughs> and it wasn't. Which I don't. I, I mean, I don't know if that got them out of legal trouble. I mean, because it a, basically was. Yeah, but I don't know how you can get away. Like, you know, can you copyright a a, a group of elephants? Yeah, but it had the, the it had the little hat. It did have the little hat. Like, it, and it did look an awful lot like Dumbo. Yeah, except the sign. Except the sign. To the my sign, memory, Dumbo never carried a sign saying "I am not Dumbo." No, no, he, he never got <laughs> that sick of fame. No, just a point where he just would hold a sign I'm saying, just, I'm just "It's not me." Sign. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, I mean, the episode didn't answer much. But it was, it was, it, it just threw another couple of things into the mix. Yeah. Dragons. Well, dragons primarily. It threw one thing into the mix. Yeah. Dragons. And, you know, a, an R world thing into the mix. <laughs> it's like, do you think it was just a toon, uh, little elephant who dressed as Dumbo, uh, because they knew that on our side of the portal, we need to keep up a facade that this is like an animation studio. And it's just like, I'm going to have some fun with them. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> it's, I, like, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, absolutely wave I mean, trademark and copyright. The thing is like, was that a baby elephant or was that an adult mouse? Well, it's always hard to tell. Yeah. It's always hard to tell. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's sort of what they look like in between. Yeah. So kind of teenage. Yeah. It's a teen, it's a teenage mouse elephant. Yeah. Teenage mouse slash teenager yeah because i forgot like i mean didn't forget that it was the case but like i haven't been watching a lot of the mouse cartoons with that in mind with the with the idea that you know it's going to turn into an elephant it's going to turn into elephants maybe maybe that's the difference between mice and rats Mm. do you stay (laughs) do you stay like that yeah like if 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 you're if you're a rat that's it that's that's all you're ever going to be if you're a mouse you're going to become an elephant yeah like Mm. Sometimes they're just in their little sort of skirting board house and they're going, I'm sure, I'm sure this was a roomy apartment when I moved in. <laughs> but it's getting a Do you lot think there's many smaller. humans with just like a sort of malformed elephant just in the wall somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that is the. You just can't move, it dies. And just... Oh, God, the smell. <laughs> and you go, just what's a dead that? elephant in the skirt. It's like, it's definitely in here. And they, they break open the, the, the wall and, and there's, there's just d- like some awful massive <laughs> elephant. <laughs> uh, potentially. <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a risk. It is a risk. <laughs> it is a risk. I, like, I, I'm, so I'm there's that to think might, about. Yeah, I'm guessing they might learn at some point that they're probably an elephant when their nose gets bigger. Yeah, but my point is, is that before or after they can get out their front door? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I don't know. Because I reckon it's probably uh, after they can get out of their front door but before they're strong enough to just break through the wall yeah so really you've got to you've got to hope that they hit like mouse puberty outside yeah or someone else says recognizes like, that recognizes oh you're a mouse not a rat so if you don't out. know yet don't live alone yeah that's why there's always that's or why there's always like two of them go get tested have you seen a mouse sign? Has there been a mouse scientist? Well, no, well, I'm, what I'm thinking well, I wouldn't, is... That guy wouldn't have to be a mouse scientist. It would just have to be a mouse scientist. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking the, the way to test it would be to put you in front of an elephant, and if the elephant's scared, you're a, you're a mouse. If it's not scared, you're a rat. Yeah, but didn't we decide that elephants were 
scared of mice just because they were like sort of they're commitment phobic they're afraid of responsibility they yeah, didn't want to have to look after but, a child but if you put a rat in front of it i reckon the elephant would know Oh, so you reckon the elephant it's, wouldn't it's be terrified of it, it's young? Yeah, uh, I reckon it's, it's just like, oh god, it's a mouse! I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. Whereas a rat, it's like, I don't have to have anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah, not my problem. Yeah, non fun. That, that's that's how I think you tell. Okay, now we know. Yeah. So yeah, get, if if you're a mouse or or well, if, if you're a if mouse you're, or rat, yeah. and you and and you're in any way concerned that you might be a mouse, go and stand in front of an elephant. Go and get yourself tested. Go and see an elephant. Yeah, stand in front of it. If it screams, if it screams, you're going to be an elephant. One get day. a bigger house. Or <laughs> yeah. live outside. Or live outside for a bit. See, see what you're going to need. Yeah, get a job of work. I would suggest because your yeah, rent possibly in the fire brigade. Your rent's going to go up. Fire yeah, brigade. the fire brigade. That'd be they've good. Got a big hose. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, be good. You wouldn't need to get them in like a big red truck. You just get them, you know, a big red jacket. Red. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what it is when you see a load of elephants in a row, like and with like red like bags? Yeah, it's Do you think that's, that's a fire engine? Yeah, yeah they, they they're just the fire brigade for the local area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that is that is yeah, what's going a, on. A, uh, and we got that we got that from a Beaky Buzzard episode. Imagine that. Weird. Imagine that. Ah, well, there you go. It's funny um, how these things go. Well, uh, you'll be happy to know uh, that we have uh, not a new character, but the first appearance of an old character, Hector. The first appearance of Hector. Yeah, it says time. the first appearance of Hector. It is not. It's not. We've had Hector a We've had a Hector lot. a fair amount. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is the first time he's going to speak, because he's pretty much just been the bulldog entity he has. before. And he's in with Sylvester now, which is his, his rightful place. He should be in yes. there with Sylvester. Tweety's not in there yet, but... No, but well, he's probably not murdering, in the mix, so. but he's just out murdering. <laughs> He'll be back. And he will. Uh, so uh, let's watch our last one for today then. Uh, Peck up your troubles. Uh, it's a Sylvester and the first appearance of Hector <laughs> number from October 20th, 1945. Uh, let's, let's go see Hector for the first time ever. Just, feel, just yeah. I feel, I feel, um, I feel good. I guess. I, what was interesting in this one was Hector, considering it was his first appearance. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't in it much. He wasn't in he it much. He didn't say anything. His, his cage said, his uh, kennel said Rover. Yeah, and he was um, very protective over one particular tree. Yeah, he's a very, a very big fan of that tree. Yeah, and Sylvester doesn't talk. He's adamant. Despite his uh, protesting in the last time we saw him about eating a bird, he was very very adamant he was going to eat the woodpecker this time. Yeah. Although the last time his adamant that he wasn't going to eat the bird wasn't because he didn't want to eat no, the bird. No, it was a poison bird. Yeah. Yeah. But this, this woodpecker proved um, very clever in uh, avoiding being eaten. Um, it's just a classic bird chase episode. Yeah, it didn't really answer much. There were some weird things. Electricity doesn't work the same way. No. Like, he's going across a power line, and the bird's there by the switch. Yeah. I don't know why there's a switch there, but... Uh, yeah, no, there is. Yeah. Um, But, you know, theore- theoretically, he shouldn't have been electrocuted. No, because he was just standing on the one wire. Yeah. And yet, apparently, that was enough... 
to electrocute him. He grounded himself. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering... Yeah, I, I, I was trying to find, a, a, like, a way in which, you know, he could have been earthed, but... Yeah, he wasn't, like, at all. No. I mean, like, he had a bit of wood in his hand, so... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that part that? of the Tuna versus rules? Maybe that. Electricity? I do not know. Yeah, if you've got wood in your hand, you get electrocuted. Maybe that. Yeah. Uh, he also gets on a kite uh, and flies himself. Um, yeah, but I, th- I think that's explainable in the gravity triangle. Yeah. Because yeah, so- I think if you've got the mental capacity to be an absolute denial... Of your own mass. Uh, no, of the fact that you're not supported by anything. No, that's true. Uh, and at some point, he also he holds up a sign to communicate with us as well. Uh, why yeah, I think, I think that's because he was trying to be quiet, though. Possibly. But he held up another one saying, anything's possible in a cartoon. And then he proceeds to walk up the air yeah. like it is stairs. But I think that's uh, that was like... Because that, at that point, it had gone past, I want to eat this bird, and into like revenge. Because the bird had dressed as an angel... And uh, like after he thought he'd crushed the bird, because he crushed a tomato. He did, yeah. The bird basically just swapped out for a tomato inside his little house and Sylvester crushed it and then his hand was all covered in red and he was like, you know, like everyone is, when they, except for Tweety, when, when yeah. they kill someone in the team world. which is Oh, God, I've killed a thing. Uh, and so he was, he went back, was real guilty about it. The bird knew this and dressed as an angel yeah. and went in there and just handed him a revolver. Just and start walking floor. out, and Sylvester's about to shoot himself in the head when he sees that his angel costume is made from a like a tobacco pouch. Yeah, what I find and, interesting about the suicide, but he still bit, still can't yeah. stop himself pulling the trigger. Well, he couldn't stop himself from picking up the gun either. His hand was shaking, so he clearly didn't want to. But there's some law in their like natural law in their world where the guilt runs the, deep. Yeah, the suicide is it's happening. Because we see a lot of suicide. We do see a lot of suicide. Like, um, it's it's disconcerting, really. But what was interesting was, in the end, um, Sylvester gets killed. Yeah, I mean, I'm presuming it's one of his nine lives. Yeah, well, I was I was thinking that. Either that, or he's uh, <laughs> begun on a similar cunning ruse to the bird played on him. Yeah, I'm wondering whether or not... Um, Bugs is going to do something to stop that from happening. Well, I don't because... know because if that's one of his nine lives, like we'll have to keep a count. Let's keep let's keep a tally. Well, it, but it is one of his nine lives. Where was his body? Well, I think he scarpered, and you just uh, and we just saw one of his one of his many spirits up there. He was ready, hadn't had a chance to, to get back in exactly because he'd legged it because he'd legged it. But so I Sylvester's also... on eight. Well, he's either on eight or he uh, floated up there on a cloud, and uh, it's part of a cunning ruse. Possibly. Because he was like, ah, oh, angel outfit, is it? That's That's got something. I did expect more from Hector this time round. Not going to lie, considering Especially this is billed as his first appearance. Even though he's been, he's been appeared in several episodes. He was Rover as well. Like, I, think his I just think he was through, living in Rover's house. Because the background... Post-apocalyptic. ...was like post-apocalyptic. It was just wrecked houses and stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm wondering if something happened at the house where Hector was... Rove is his human given name, but his name is Hector. Yeah. Because um, we've never we've never heard him speak, have we? No. No, no, I haven't heard him so, speak. So like at all. currently he's, you know like, so far as we're concerned, he's uh he's he hasn't had his moment. He's he's no. you know, he's a dog as we know dogs. Yes. Um so 
I think he's he's listed as Hector in our list because at some point he's That's going to he's, have a moment yeah. and he'll be Hector. But currently, his human given name is Rover. Now, I think his humans are gone. Because yeah. that whole area is wrecked. Yeah, it did, like there was broken down houses. And I think built, the one thing he's one thing he's got left is that tree from like their yard. Right. Okay. And that's why I saw protective over it because the house is you know fucked. Yeah. Everything's fucked. It's just a, it's just a wasteland. He's got, he's got his little dog house. And we don't tree. know where this is, but like yeah, something happened there. Something bad. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It was a bit weird. And there's a woodpecker there. And there's a woodpecker there. He's, he's there too. He seems to have a very nice house. But there again, he can carve pretty much anything he wants with yeah. his face. And he was still doing it. He just moved in because he carved his porch, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, interesting episode. It was nice to see Sylvester again. Yeah, um, it, didn't, it didn't raise much about the universe. We've got to work out how electricity works and we've got to work out if Sylvester's on uh, eight. eight lives now. Um, but apart from that, not much to add. No, not really. I mean, it puts us in good stead for next week. I mean, I it gives us somewhere that's a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. But we well, don't know where again, that but is. But there again, uh, kind of post-World War II, you might expect to find some areas like that. In the States? Yeah, but this is Tooniverse. This isn't... Yeah, we don't know how their war yeah, panned out. Like, they, like, this, isn't, this isn't our America. This is yeah. their America. And I guess we won't find out. No. Because war's over. It is. So. We'll see. We'll see how how long they harbour a grudge for. <laughs> well, I think they can harbour a grudge for quite a while. I reckon so as well. Yeah. But like, you know, we'll, we'll wait find and see. Out. We'll find out. Yeah. Next oh, well. week, maybe, and in the coming weeks. Yeah. But right now, that's uh, that's all for today. That uh, is all for today. I think. So yeah, come to, come to the live show, thirteenth of June, three pounds. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Pavilion. Pavilion. Reading. Look at that. Tickets available at kaiju.fm. Slash live or over the bar or over the, the bar axe head. head. Wonderful. Oh, until um, then. Yeah. Uh, until next week. Bye. Bye.